Hello and welcome to another edition of the In The Money Players Podcast. This is another special show. It's our Tropical Turf Pick 3 show for Sunday, January 21st. I'm your host, Peter Thomas Fornital, back with you in Gallery 55 once again. And happy to be joined by the man coming to us from the planet Texas. He's Jonathan Kinchin. What's up, JK? Well, if it's Sunday and you're listening to this, I'm hoping that Texas basketball has ended this three game skid that they've been on. Well, three, no, they're, they're, they're actually, they've, they've won three of their last four after being ranked. They lost to tech at home. We went to that game. That was horrible. Then they beat Cincinnati and they lost to West Virginia and they lost to UCF. So they got to get that in order. Uh, so I'm hoping that on Saturday they righted that ship. So hopefully um, you're listening to this on Sunday and I'm happy. Will you be going to the game? No, it's it's on. The, it's we play like a day game, which is right in the middle of the of the Fox show, so I won't be able to make it over there. But uh, but that's okay. That's all right. You'll have it on the monitor. You'll be watching. You'll you'll have one eye on that as you're as you're you're talking about the the Naira racing and and of course you'll have an, easy work. another monitor with Gulfstream up surely as well. Uh, that's the reason we're here. Surprise! I figured there'd be a sports um you know uh, rabbit hole on the show. I was assuming it would be NFL as opposed to college basketball. We talked a little bit about the NFL and your, your, your big equity lions play on, on the show that we did for the Friday, all turf pick three races. You have any other games you're looking to play this weekend? Um, you know, I, I think that, I think that you can, you can act as if as is, is you can act as if number 15 isn't under center for the chiefs. If you, if you want to at your own peril, um, and you can also quote the, the fact that he, he's playing his first away game in his playoff career. Like Which is not expressly stuff. speaking true for a guy who played the Super Bowl in against the 49ers. Well, they act as if that the neutral sites, if you don't count the neutral yeah. sites, he's never so yeah. but, but I, I mean it was a Tampa home. I, I said 49ers, it was a Tampa home crowd in that day. That's right, right. So it's like whatever. Who cares? Um yeah, I mean, I think that they're gonna play well. I mean, I think the you know, I think the 49ers advance, I think the Ravens advance. Um, I'm hoping that the Lions obviously can beat the beat the beat the bucks and, and kind of keep that interesting that that 22 to one that we we pitched on side bet hopefully we can keep that interesting um yeah i, I don't think anything crazy is going to happen I, I just think that like you know it's kind of some simple stuff i'm hoping it's formful i you know my bets are the super bowl exact as with uh i have buffalo and baltimore so those will be roots for me and then i've got them playing the niners so I, I feel i'm all set up you know this is why i made these bets they've come in quite a bit since i made them Probably going to sit back and watch one bet. I thought what might be interesting because I feel like the teams are maybe a bit different than the public perception, and everybody's going to remember that insane Bills Chiefs game, one of the most fun football games ever from a couple of years ago. And I think people's minds are going to be going towards the over. What about the under, maybe in that game, especially you know, I mean, it might be inflated a point or two, especially buying a field goal and playing that under. I just I don't know if I see that being the shootout uh, that it was a couple of years. It's certainly not going to be the shootout it was a couple of years ago. You're very good at the over-under game. What's your gut on the over-under for that one? Yeah, I mean, I don't – I don't – I'll never talk anyone – I'll never talk too, too – too, I will never try too hard to talk someone off the under. I, I think it's a, it's the most underutilized sports bet available, right, because you're covering until you're not, um, which is always kind of a comfortable place to be. I mean, I guess if you have a dog that hasn't that score yet, that counts too, but – um, Buffalo ranks really high on the over stuff I have in terms of like their efficiency on offense, uh, their, their inefficiency on defense, their pace of play, um, their third down conversions they they lean as more of an over team. Kansas city's a little bit more neutral when it comes to that. Um, I, I don't, what, what is it? 
It, you know what? It's lower than I thought. I was saying all this thinking it was going to be 48. It's actually 45 and a half, which tells me without looking that it's supposed to be really flipping cold in Buffalo again. <laughs> yeah, 45 and a half. I, I think that, you know, I, I think that that's, I don't think that there's a strong enough lean whether in any direction, whether like the, what the, what you feel like the teams are going to do or what's likely to, what I would do there is if I was going to take a side, I would take the 49 and a half. I would try to get it up to 49 and a half um, and take the under there where yeah. you've got that, that extra little protection. Um, but I, I don't, I'm not, I don't think it's screaming value, but like I said, I wouldn't talk anyone off. I think it's probably a coin flip. So, so get where you want to get. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to probably just root for my. I, I've got Buffalo essentially because I've got them in a. They're my backup bet to the to the Ravens, so I have a route. I'll probably just leave it there. As the football is going on, we're going to be watching horse racing because that's just how we roll. And uh, the racing we're going to be talking about on this show is the Tropical Turf Pick Three for Sunday at Gulfstream Park, and it kicks off in race number five. We've got twenty five thousand dollar claimers going seven and a half on the turf in this one. And the first race, we got a horse to talk about who we talked about on a show that we did the last time this horse ran, or I think you were on it with me. I, I was very much on Amboyt for that December 23rd race. And I think just got a little bit softened up there. There were some fast internal fractions and uh, just went down late to the winner, but now cutting back, New Barn and Brittany Russell. Brittany Russell does not have the numbers in Florida that she has elsewhere, but it's small sample, and I don't think I'm too worried about it. I think this horse is going to get a great stalking trip and a race with plenty of pace and outfinish them. I, I thought this was another situation, not unlike on Friday, JK, where I was happy starting off my Tropical Turf pick three with a single, and that single for me was number four. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm, a, I'm an Boyd single. I, I just feel like this horse is better than the rest of them in here. And, and you know, a strategy that I've been – Try not. I don't want to go over the top. Trying to employ when it comes to this uh, tropical turf pick three, but I kind of like playing a single in the first leg because you 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 can be aggressive early because you then have options late. If you get beat in the first leg, then you um, you know you can you can come back and play the pick four, the pick five, or include those other opinions. If you hit the first leg single you now are dealing with so much equity because you've hit that first leg single that you can play some games and do some things with the equity you've earned in that first leg. So I, I just, I kind of like it from a, from a, where it lands geographically in terms of yep. the race card. I, I like being able to single first. So yeah, I mean, nothing to write home about. I just think it's the best horse in the field consistently. And, and, uh, and, and, and I'm not offended by the switch from Mike Maker to Brittany Russell. No, I mean, she, she wins and wins in bunches. And again, there hasn't been a ton of success in, in, in Florida so far. I expect that will come. There are some circuits where I value that more than others for whatever reason. If somebody, if you had the exact same numbers as Brittany Russell, like super successful in the claiming game, super successful all over, but not so much in New York, for some reason, I give that extra weight. I just, my, my years of experience doing this stuff tell me that I want to see you have success in New York before. I, I bet you, and I, I don't really feel as, as much that way in Florida. It feels just like this is the kind of spot where she's ready to, uh, to, to, to get the job done and, and move forward and, and probably start winning in bunches in Florida like she wins in bunches everywhere else. Next up, we have race number eight, which is the Sunshine Turf Stakes going a mile and a 16th. 
Is this one where we could just lock it up one four seven and be done with it, or do we want to try to get cute in here? Uh, the, it's gonna be cute for me. Um, I am going to spread here. I got that single in the first leg, and I am uh, I'm pretty skinny in the last as well. So I'm gonna use one two four five and eight. One two four five and eight and i don't have all the the names and numbers there do you did you i'm sure you've done that part of it you want to i have and and in fact there is no eight so i think we're gonna we're we're having trouble with this race we've already re-recorded it once but so maybe we can uh maybe we can push through and hold on (laughs) see if we can figure it out how do we how's it i thought i have it seven is super blessing and i'd be shocked if you didn't want super blessing on your ticket that's what i meant yes one two four five seven Jeez, louise my fault (laughs) one two four five seven it is tricky with the sunday uh tropical turf because the past performances don't typically have the numbers and so we're out here guessing yes Uh, yeah i mean we can write it in which which i do from time to time but yes it's when you're in a hurry uh, so, so no strong opinion, obviously, in here if you're doing this many. I assume no, no top pick as well. I would actually, if you, be pretty happy making the seven a top pick in this spot. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Drawn outside, did win last time. The pace doesn't project to be very fast, which I guess could be a negative for the for the seven super blessing. Um, but uh, that's why I wanted to include the five roaring forties, a little bit light on numbers, but does have those, some of those red coated fractions has been sprinting and then does uh, project to get the lead according to time form us. So I wanted to make sure I had that one. And like I said, one, two, four, five, seven, no real strong opinion. I'm going to just try to uh, try to survive in advance. The old survive in advance for me, eventually what I think I'm going to do is go with the seven and the one as top picks. I think that uh super blessing. I do like the best me and Mr. C has the best late closing sectionals and just on numbers on figures and form Bapio too strong to leave out, but I will wait that one a little bit less. So seven and one on the a line four on the B line for me, JK going with the old one, two, four, five, seven in this spot. As we go to the last race of the show, the last race of the sequence, Gulfstream Park's ninth. We've got an optional claimer, uh, 25,000 uh, non-winners of one, and a big full field here with 10 runners going postward. Um, I'm going to let you kick off this one, JK, by asking you the key question. And if you want to just go by names, I'll tell you the numbers after. Uh, how are we going to get paid? Yeah, I'm going to go with one, two, three, four, five, six, the six. Loriston. I'm going to use that one for sure. You talked about Brendan Walsh. You get Oshin Murphy. Um, this horse has been right there kind of knocking on the door as a two-year-old. Got uh, 28 days in between the last race. Now shows up here and gets Lasix for the first time. I think probably could take another step forward. Has some experience already. I'll use that one. And then I'm also going to use the six, seven, eight, nine, the nine investment process. That's a Philly English Channel Philly that uh, that they got for Klarovic Stables. And, and and one of the things that if you look at a lot of, of Seth Klarman's really good ones that he has with Chad, um, you know, look, he, he buys, especially the ones that he buys as yearlings, they spend about, they're like kind of capped at 250, 300. So if they're up in those areas and those price tags, they're, they're typically ones that they're pretty high on that they reach that high for. I know that in the world of, of, of thoroughbred racing and sales, Two hundred and ten thousand dollars is is uh, is is not cons- is, is you're not going to get a blood horse write up about you the next day spending two ten, but for for what Klarovich does and what they look for that is towards the higher end. So I thought this one was a little bit interesting, um, and I'll take a shot with this first time starter who does draw Irad. 
makes sense. I was going to use the same technique we talked about on the last show to just try to ascertain that one's liveness a little bit more, potentially playing that one in the uh, potentially playing that one in a double that closes in this race. For some reason, when I looked at it originally, I also kind of wanted to see the betting on Lauriston, even though that one does have exposed form. The two that I definitely want to use in this bet are the seven, just Marianne, who comes out of the Lauriston race, uh, was a little bit behind it, coming back, second off the layoff, putting two races together. I thought had at least an opportunity to maybe improve past Lauriston. So I wanted some sevens in the form of just Marianne. And I thought the Graham motion runner, number eight, Hidden Presence also made a lot of sense. That was a pretty rock-solid race, I thought, uh, back at, at Keeneland, that third to, to Lady DeBerry. I think this one could have another forward move. So I was going to try to get alive to the seven and the eight, and then, again, not giving up on runners like your six and your nine, but just wanting to get a glimpse at the, the tote board in this race, and we'll probably come back. You know, race nine is an open-looking synth allowance, so I don't exactly know what I want to do in there, but... I'm going to try this approach, and, and I think this is something I'm going to do anytime in the Tropical Turf Pick 3. We have races with unexposed form in the last race. I think it's a smart way that I feel like I can take advantage of the bet and, and not, get, uh, not get the worst of it, even though I have to bet with firsters in a blind pool. I, I, I have a feeling it's going to work out. We'll see. I'm trying it two times this weekend, but uh, it's an idea at least I think has some merit. Does it make sense to you? Yeah, no, I, I look, I think that that's what I kind of talked about earlier. I, I think that a unique way to look at this opportunity is how do I, how do I use this as a weapon within a normal day of racing? Like, how do I use this to enhance my play in other areas? And I think the way that you can do, look, we've all been in, in, in betting situations and parlays in our lives or, 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 you know, or even just regular old pick fives. When you can get alive to a score, you suddenly have all these options of things that you can do. And I think that this is a, is a, is a great setup to like, you know, oh, you know, I mean, it, look, at it, it happened to me in college basketball, right? I, 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 this year or last year, I played in a bunch of bracket pools. And basically, if Alabama won the – I got to like – when it got to like the Elite Eight, I believe, or Sweet 16, I can't remember when they lost. But there was a point where if they go on to win the national championship, then I was going to win like $60,000. And so I said to myself, oh, okay, well, in that situation, let me, let, me t- let me make a wager that I never would have made on UConn to win the national championship because I've created this equity for myself to have a chance. And Alabama lost to San Diego State. UConn goes on to win, and I had a winning college basketball March Madness. So I think that you can, you can do that here where you can play some situations to then get alive, and then you can start doing other things off of it where you're – you're, you're really putting yourself in a position to like make money without having to, you know, without having to get too lucky. If that makes sense. Yeah. I love what you're saying. You have to be a little careful. You don't want to reflexively hedge the best thing you can do. You know, yes, what you did with Connecticut makes all the sense in the world because you built up so much equity. It makes sense. To just look at things from a new, but I really like these type of bets when you plan ahead sort of, what your approach is going to be. What I guess I want to warn against is willy-nilly hedging when you get to that point or panic no, hedging. No, not willy. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it hedging. I would call it I would call it uh, redistribution of equity. Woo! Yeah. I'm, about to, I'm about to get that copy written. Redistribution <laughs> of, of equity. Because you've, you've created this equity through your tropical turf. 
So when you get to the last or you get to the double, the late double, you can play the late double. Say Because the, the, the great thing about that is, say the feature is a – think about Florida Derby Day, right? Yep. Okay, you play the tropical turf. You get alive to the last leg, which is a turf race, the last leg, race 13 or something, right? So you have like 13 on Florida Derby Day. <laughs> 14, probably, Florida Derby Day. We're losing your mic a little bit, by the way. Oh, okay. Race 12 is the Florida Derby. So you love fierceness. So you could play doubles. You're alive in this in this tropical turf to four horses in the last leg of the tropical turf. You could play doubles, fierceness into you know the you know the, the the four you really like, but you can also include the four you're scared of, and you can play into eight. And now you've created all this equity to either home run on your original four, but then also protect, redistribute the equity that you earned from that tropical turf. You, you can use this wager as a weapon. Love it. JK, great stuff. I uh, I am due for another show. We're going to leave it here. Um, JK, thanks so much. Thanks to our friends at Gulfstream as well. This show's been a production of In The Money Media. I'm Peter Thomas Fornatel. May you win all your photos.